Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. All right, uh, Becky. Hi. Hey. Purpose. We're talking about purpose. We're still talking about purpose. And it's it's tricky. So last week, we wondered about our own stories, our own purpose, and kind of following the thread through our lives of, of who we're meant to be as we're being sent, our daily sentness, which is hard to say. Mm-hmm. But looking through our life, remembering our life, what has been spoken to us? What do we see? What was placed within us as adults? I'm thinking we're probably mainly adults listening to this. I might be wrong. Um, but I love Tim Keller's quote that we are rearranging the raw materials of God's creation in such a way that it helps the world in general and people in particular thrive and flourish. So the people we want to talk about today are our neighbors. Yeah. People we're in relationship with, maybe our kids, maybe our roommates, uh, maybe our friends. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a bunch of questions and we're going to kind of talk through them. We want to kind of wrestle with them a little bit and think this is something you could pose to someone as they're trying to figure out, who am I? Like, what am I supposed to do? And where am I supposed to be? Um, before we do, though, uh, that was a great line that I uh, read recently that said that God did not make us to be puppets. We're not puppets. He wants us to be partners. Yeah. So we're not dangling people from strings, trying to get them to do what we want. That's not what God is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, he wants a partner. He wants us to partner with him and bring his kingdom here, that's why we pray the Lord's Prayer every week yep. at this church. So I like that. We're not puppets or partners. So we're thinking about our people. We want our people to become who they're created to be so we can help others thrive and flourish Yes. as we partner with God. Um, and so one more thing before we get into the questions, Becky, that I like this, um, is that uh, so oftentimes we equate our purpose with our vocation, our job, what we do at school mm-hmm. or wherever you work, whatever, you, wherever you parent. Uh, just whatever it is you do for the big chunk of time in your day is that, uh, so vocation can be translated as voice. Okay. So I like this. So your vocation, what you do, what you spend most of your time doing is your voice in life. Yeah. And that is how we share who our God is and what yeah. kind of God he is. So we're going to be talking about today, I think about, it'll probably end up being about ourselves because it happens. <laughs> But about our people, how do we help them develop their voice? Yeah, their voice. And that their voice would be one that proclaims this wonderful God who made us to be his partners, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think about in this life. Yeah. That's good. That sounds kind of exciting. I like that. I have a, f- uh, Clayton, I don't think our our listeners don't know this yet, hmm. but um, we asked Chrissy to put a microphone up by her. So Chrissy records all our podcasts and where she is so wise. And we are like, Chrissy, can you have a microphone by you so we can ask you <laughs> stuff sometimes in the podcast? So um, before we hit record, we were talking about like, why is purpose so hard to define? And Chrissy, I really liked what you said about like, um, yeah, when you meet someone, can you mm-hmm. can you repeat that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because when we meet somebody, the first question we often ask them, well, besides their name, is what do you do? Yep. That tends to be the first. I remember in college getting so frustrated with the amount of times I would introduce myself to people and they'd be and what's your major? And we yep. like talked about like wanting shirts because it felt like in those mm. moments, that's what defined you. Mm-hmm. And I would say the same is about like, maybe that's why purpose feels so important yeah. too, is that often we're like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was the story we... Yeah. We're talking and, about. and like, as you were saying that, like, I wonder if that's why a little bit I'm 
having a hard time talking about this because so much like you see this, like I think one of our passions with um, the young people in our church. So Chrissy works with the middle schoolers, Mm -hmm. like with the high schoolers. We're like trying to like let them know their identity is not in what they do. Mm -hmm. And now we're here on a podcast talking about purpose, which we know that our purpose is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself, Mm -hmm. but also like recognizing we're human. And so we like there, there is going to be vocation to our life and there is going to be something that we are spending. Clayton, you said in the last podcast, like, you you know, you end up spending more than maybe 12 hours a day Mm -hmm. on what you're doing typically as a job every day. And so like, I think this is why I'm like, why is this so hard for me to talk Mm -hmm. about? And so like knowing that purpose obviously is a very good thing to talk about and to identify in our life, but also like what we do, like, isn't our identity. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think this is why I'm, where I'm having the hang up a little bit. Right. Well, and I wonder if it's similar to like, you know, different businesses or the church has vision statements. And so you kind of, your ministries and things look like, or at a business, your structure is built around this vision statement. So if something doesn't meet that vision statement, maybe you don't partake in it or do it. Is mm-hmm. that the same with our life? Like, is our purpose, it's not our job, right. but if the job doesn't fit our purpose, then do we do the job? Or like, I've been thinking like, even as we recorded last week or last time's podcast, what's the difference between your purpose and your calling? Hmm. Yes. And how does vocation fit into that? Because obviously we live in a world that we need money yep. to mm-hmm. do stuff, yep. which I think I have opinions on that, but it's fine. <laughs> Chrissy would like to go back to the bartering system. I will give you two dozen eggs to record this podcast, oh, Chrissy. Plants. I'll give you two plants. Plants. <laughs> yes. Um, but those are like, that's the question I have mm-hmm. when it comes to, because I think we get so focused on my job. Yes. My, my job does fit into my purpose and my yeah. calling. Right. Um, but that doesn't just define. Right. Because then my, like we talked about, that doesn't just, that means that my purpose is done when I walk out of the doors of my mm-hmm. job. Yeah. yeah. No. It shouldn't yeah. be, right? Right, it shouldn't be. Ooh, that's good. That helps me. Well, it's good. So in this, uh, uh, John Mark tells his story, he's uh, a friend of his, been his church, and he'd done like three, like totally different things. It was like sales, he pastored for a while, he did something else. He goes, wow, those are really different things you did. He said, no, they're not. He said, what do you, what, what do you mean? He says, well, I love people. Mm-hmm. So I've been ministering to people. So the, the job was a job, mm-hmm. but what was behind what he was doing? Right. I love people. Mm-hmm. So he was seeing, it's like, what is behind what you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so yep. um, I thought that was really good. I was like, huh, because I would see those and be like, wow, those are different. Right. And it's like, well, yes, but underneath also, it though, it's not. <laughs> right. it's, very, it's very similar. And so just to have that mentality, I guess, of uh, what's beneath what I do, because then mm-hmm. it does spill into everything you do. Right. Yeah. It's who yep. you are. Right. Yeah. Yep. I remember in college you often, I mean, you have a degree and you're in that degree for a certain reason. And right. so we would always, there's one class specifically that we talked about, what's your dream job? Hmm. And I remember feeling so cheesy. I went to a Christian college <laughs> answering the question by saying, I just want to do what God wants me to do. And because that feels like the Jesus Sunday school answer, <laughs> yeah. but I, that was true for me. Like mm-hmm. I have never, I know that I love students. And so that's where I've, I've worked in a school. I've worked at a camp and I've worked at a church with students. So I know that that is a part of my right. purpose or my calling, but I honestly just wanted to do what God wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And so wherever that leads me, I'll follow that, right. you know? And so, right. which obviously is a whole other ball game to figure out too. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's interesting because we seem to think that 
like, uh, that God would ask us to do something that he doesn't know. Like it, it, it's, it would run counter to who we're created mm-hmm, to be. You right. say, do this thing, but, like, but that's not who, who I, what I want to do. Right. It's like, if he's a good God and if he loves you, what he asks you to do, like mm-hmm. you want to do what he'd ask you to do. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows who you are. He right. knows where you will flourish. It might yeah. take a minute to get there right. yep. once you get there. Yep. But then you're like, wow, I can't believe that this is how this was supposed to go. I would have never chose this, yep. but he knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? so. yep. Does it tie to uh, what you wanted to be when you were little? Clayton, what did you want to be when you were little? Uh, you know, uh, for a long time, I really wanted to be Zorro. Actually, what it, like who it? What, you know who like Zorro the, is? Like, um, like the Z with the sword, yeah, okay. like a kind it of was like on a, the Family Channel. Don Diego that, de la Vega. Yeah, is that um uh, Antonio Banderas? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to live for a long time in the period where like you had to have a sword and write it and write it. Absolutely, horse. that makes so sense. So I started there, and then I wanted to be a basketball player. Then I wanted to be a coach. So just you know, the and here you are at Third Church, yeah, wielding the sword of the spirit. That's right. Come on, come on. Chrissy, what did you want to be when you were little? Depends on the age, but when I was three, I told my grandma I wanted to be a woodpecker. A woodpecker? Yeah. Like Woody Woodpecker? Well, you maybe. probably didn't even know Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> no. She's so young. Um, but yeah, it didn't work out for me. Yeah. So. No, well, you don't know yet. Right. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I wanted to be a marine biologist, um, and I'm afraid of deep water and fish. So that would have pushed you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) My, basically I think my life is meant to be, I just really like challenges. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so now you work with middle schoolers, which it might be as challenging as deep sea diving some days. Or figuring out how to be a woodpecker (laughs) as a human. (laughs) I like, I don't, my mom thought I would make a very good teacher and, and I don't, so that's kind of what she saw in me, like Mm. being a teacher. Um, I always just wanted, not just, I always wanted to be a mom. <laughs> and so, yay. Yeah. I'm getting to do that. Good to do. I even got to stay home a few years with my yeah. kids. So yeah. I loved that. But that's not to say there were days where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not fulfilling any purpose. I'm just mm-hmm. home and I'm washing laundry and I'm, you know, yeah. wiping snotty noses. Right. And um, so like living in that, like realizing how like, okay. Like, I wish, again, there are times where I wish I could go back and be like, okay, but but your purpose is to uh, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And you are doing that. So Mm -hmm. you are living your purpose. Mm Because there were so many times where I thought like some, my talent must be being wasted here at home. And that's just not true. Yeah. So. I was reading uh, in this book, he was saying that, uh, so at the time his wife was uh, home with their kids and someone says about, does your wife just stay home with your kids? And one, he goes off about that for quite some time. <laughs> that word Paragraphs. just in there. Yeah, the just, Ooh. I know. I had to catch myself saying that yep. too, because that I mean, is like the world we live in. Like, yeah. oh, I just stay home. Like, that's... So, but what she learned about herself, I don't care what she was doing next, but she decided she was, she learns, she loves to, un, she says she likes to unfold people. Hmm. No. So you have, you know, you're just unfolding them and like make, get, letting them grow. So I think she's probably doing something, like, I think something around like, I don't know if it's psychiatry or yeah. you know, something, Ooh. but she's unfolding people. So she realized that. I've just been unfolding people throughout yep. life. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that is so good. That's yep. so good. So Yeah. And I would say too, like what I, when, I, if I would look at myself, I do just have kind of that nurturing personality. Like Pastor Kevin, your dad has several times said to me, like, you're just like the mom of this stuff. And I'm like, I do. I just want to take care of everyone <laughs> and like make sure they're comfortable and they have what they need. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of been my role here. And mm-hmm. I'm, that's what I was created to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is that we were kind of is that purpose 
we have a, a there's a job, there is a vocation, there is a mm-hmm. voice, but there's the purpose is like almost under it. Mm-hmm. So you can do yeah. these things, but there's something underneath what we do that is actually more of who we are, yes. who we've been created mm-hmm. to be. And so it's oh. what it's what drives our right. job right. because like if I mean I never want any of us to go find a different job because I love working with you. But if one of us were called somewhere else, like you always know, like what is still laying under there, right? Mm-hmm. Is like our purpose, yeah. our like mm-hmm. what is yeah the loving yeah. the Lord your God and yeah. loving your neighbor. Right. Like yeah. I keep saying that as the general purpose because I do think all of us have right. been called to do that. But yeah. I think that each of us probably has more specific purposes too that the Lord will show mm-hmm. to us. So. Yeah. Okay, so you have people in your life that are wondering, like, what is my purpose? Well, how how do we trying to find that thing? That's yeah, under they're trying to find the their underlying thing. Yeah. Um, how do how can we help people in discovering their purpose? Well, I just liked it. The first question they had was uh, just asking the person, "What do you love? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you love?" And so. Um, I guess, you know, we've kind of speaking to that. I don't know if we want to linger there or not, but just, I it's a good question. Um, like, not what are you good at, but like, what do you, because you can be good at things, not like doing those That's things, true. right? Uh-huh. So what do you love? Because there's probably something to that. Um, the second question was, uh, what are you good at and what are you bad at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we always tell people you can be whatever you want to be. Well, I cannot be whatever I want to be because <laughs> there are a lot of things I'm not very good at. <laughs> and so it's good to recognize those things too. Mm-hmm. So what do you love? And what are you good at? But also recognize this, that's not my thing. And that's okay. And then to encourage our people, if the thing that they're not good at is our thing and we want them to be good at that thing, it's okay that's not their thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I like the third question. It was, uh, what does your world need? Mm-hmm. As you assess the people around you, your community, your neighbors, uh, when you are doing something your world needs, that's different than doing something that's just for, yep. for yourself, right? And then the next question was, does the, the it, that thing, make the world more garden-like? So back to what Tim Keller said, you're trying to, we're rearranging the raw materials of our world to help people in our world to flourish. Mm-hmm. So does the thing we do, because there's lots of jobs, in, as I was reading, that are not helping the world to flourish. There's lots of vocations that are probably, they're diminishing, they're just plain evil. Mm-hmm. And you could look at it and say, that's not a good thing, yeah. right? Um, should I just keep going? Should we linger? Keep going? Okay. Oh, that's good. Because what he says that what you're looking for is the intersection of what you love and what the world needs. Or what your world needs. What what is around you right now. And then kind of last week we were saying was, uh, he asked, uh, what what are the open doors in your life? Mm -hmm. As you look at your life, as you're looking through, you know, people who have, looking for that common thread, where have you seen the doors being opened? And um, where have you been led? And Mm -hmm. so just recognizing all those things. And I thought it was a good question too. When you, what is God blessing? When you do something, is it flourishing? Yep. Or is is more life coming? That's a good indicator that yep. I'm moving in a direction of of who He has made me to be. And when that to do that, I think we probably have to have different metrics for what's perhaps yes. successful yes. and yes. good, yep. and what's like right. Because I think, uh, I mean, speaking that a little bit, I think that's probably something we yeah. see with our people, like. Our metrics are probably wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. Because the world doesn't define it the way that God would define right. success in something. Right. Yes, exactly. Especially right. if you're looking at purpose. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like, oh, I loved my neighbor this way. Oh, check. That was good. Like, that's not, right. there's not right. specifics in that. Right. Yep. Because we're all created differently. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. 
you didn't do your job because someone was in need, and so you went to help them. But you, you know, you're what right. you're supposed to do what is right. not good. But man, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. again, the this, metrics, the metrics. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I was, I can't remember, I was in between jobs, and I was having a conversation with my mom because there was a couple of options that I was looking at, um, and I remember her uh, saying to me, "Well, neither of those are bad." And so like it goes back to what you were talking about, Becky, Mm -hmm. in the last podcast, even of like sometimes there's a kindness, although God is always kind, but there's a kindness and things like that of like neither. It's not like I was weighing between like really destructive, a really destructive (laughs) job. But she's like, I don't think you could go wrong. Right. Because both of these are really good. Right. Um, And so, yeah. That's like such a freeing feeling, but also it still feels like, oh, no. (laughs) I want you just like write it in the clouds for me. (laughs) Which one? Remember when you wrote on a wall? Can we do that again? That would be great. I had a friend who had the saying instead of, you know, like if a door closes, open a window or whatever that is. I don't know. That would say like, if it's not this, God, would you just burn the house down? (laughs) Just burn the whole thing down. (laughs) Not even an option anymore. (laughs) Because I was like, the door was closed. You're looking for a window, but he's like, I close the door. Like, right. Why, what, right. why are you looking for a window? for looking out of, right. not for going not for, in. Yeah, that is not, a yeah. whole nother wondering. Like, <laughs> how do we know if this is a closed door? Because the Lord doesn't want us to, or the devil's telling us he doesn't want that good work to be done. So that's a whole other, like, that's podcast. That's the whole summer r- series. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People we talk about all summer long. We'll no, yeah, later. it's like, man. And that's, again, where, like, I love how you, well, first of all, I love your mom. Um, yeah, she's great. Uh, but also like you, you sought wise counsel. And so, yeah, just what we were saying last time, seek wise counsel, Mm -hmm. you know, put it both up against the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. If it's like, well, this job, I, it would be going against this of my morals or Mm -hmm. whatever, then that seems a little more obvious, but like when it is, when you did go with wise counsel and she was like, those are both really good options. Then, yeah, yeah that's just that extra yeah. grace and mm-hmm. kindness in that matter. But yeah, Chris doesn't have the notes, but it's pretty good because the next one is what are people who you know saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you Come go. On. She already got on. Teed that up. Holy yeah. <laughs> holy. You're welcome. And then the last one is uh, what's the Holy Spirit stirring in your heart? Mm-hmm. So uh, you get in those situations where there are good things and I don't know which one to do. It feels like typically something gets stirred. And mm-hmm. you you kind of you kind of know, yep. to some degree. And I know people don't like that answer because because it's, it's not very it helpful. It feels it feels churchy, and yeah. it feels like right. I don't feel that stirring. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I I would encourage you that you you do feel that stirring. But it, sometimes it takes a lot of silence or yep. asking a lot of people you trust, and mm-hmm, sometimes waiting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think what's hard when we describe things like that, like a stirring. Okay. Well, in my mind, I picture that feeling like something inside of me, like, Mm -hmm. and I also try and remember, especially with like teaching students, like we all encounter the Holy Spirit in different ways. Right. And so for me, I can literally feel uh, in my heart, I can feel a tightening. I don't know how to describe that, but that's how I experience the Holy Spirit. And so um, I think that that can be, we all have to be so careful with our words and like, so (laughs) with our students, I just say, how are, have you experienced the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, what are you experiencing of God in this? What are, what are, what are some answers that you've kind of, like, have you heard, gotten feedback from how they, how, how they do yeah. sense Yeah, yep. So um, we just want to, yeah. So for us, we want to be delicate and not using the word, how are you hearing from God? Because yeah. 
I am a 30 year old human who has never heard, heard. the voice of God. Yep. Right. Um, and so not that it doesn't happen, but how would we be careful in that? And so with our students, they will, they'll be all over. Some will receive pictures. Mm-hmm. Some will have feelings. Some will like, I just felt really calm. I just yeah. felt a lot of peace. I felt yeah. a lot of joy. Um, so yeah, they're, all over the spectrum on how they experience the Holy Spirit, which I think is so beautiful into mm-hmm. how creative our God is mm-hmm. and unique each person is. And yeah. so how do you keep shaping that if you're a parent talking to your student about purpose in life? Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I, those questions are phenomenal yeah. to ask because yeah. I'm like, that can help you navigate if you... because. I mean, you have two kids, you have three, like mm-hmm. I have three nieces. They are all different yeah. humans. And yes. you also have 293 middle schoolers yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also that. Yeah. yeah. So like, how do you help nurture each kid? Because they're so vastly different. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are just some of the ways that yeah. our middle schools have experienced God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So ask your people good questions. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to not try to be the puppet master. Oh, for right? sure. With, with your kids, you want to be, or probably even your friends. And yeah, there's a way you're like, oh, I would really like it if you would do. And I don't think mostly we're not trying to be manipulative, right. but like, um, yeah, being that wise counsel of. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying let your, your children do it. Or right, your friends do whatever they want to do. We're not saying that either. But just, it's just, I'm, I think it probably requires the Holy Spirit to yes. help you yep. navigate how that works. And uh, like you said, everyone's so different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Is that good? Do you have any final thoughts on purpose here, Clay? I just thought it was good. And it's, it's be for anybody. I'm not sure if it is very fitting right now, but uh, just think about all these things like uh, a burnout comes up. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're just beating your head against the wall. And he said, uh, maybe you know someone who's in that spot. And uh, they said that uh, oftentimes that's the result of trying to give something you didn't have in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you're trying so hard, but it wasn't, it's your, you have not found the intersection, I guess, yeah. of, you know, who God made you to be and what your world needs. And so um, there's a way to help. Maybe someone just feels that way today. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I, that is freeing for me when you hit that spot of you're doing something that I didn't ask you to do. Mm-hmm. So just give that to me. And then, so maybe you have, you know, kids or friends who are just like, that, that, remove that burden. Yeah. And uh, let's figure out who you made to be. So, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Can no, you? I thought that was, yeah, that's a really good thought. Yeah. A good encouragement. I did yeah. feel a, a little bit lighter when you said that too. Hmm. Like, hmm, if something one thing I've been noticing lately in my life is that there are people where I'm like, how do you have the capacity for X, Y, Z, whatever it is? How do you have the capacity to um, cook meals for every single person, you know, that's in need? Because that is not something in my, I'm not, I don't have that strength. Um, But then, you know, someone will say to me, how do you have that capacity Mm -hmm. for whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. it is? And just realizing like, Oh, that means that that's a gift. Like Mm -hmm. that, that feels hard to you to like write uh, an encouragement. Like I love to do that. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and that's hard for some people. So anyways, just like recognizing it's taken me how many years to be like, Oh, cause that's a gift that I've been given. And just because it's easy for me, I have to be sensitive. That doesn't mean it's easy for everyone. I can't expect because I love to um, serve on worship team or whatever that, that, 
my whole family will love to do that. You know, like that's something that the Lord has put in my heart. So being able to call that out in other people, like, oh, you're really good at, yeah, yeah, whatever you're doing. So that's a gift that Mm -hmm. you have. But if there's something that I'm like, why is this so hard being like, Lord, is this really what you want me to be doing right now? Like, Mm -hmm. let's think about this. So Mm -hmm. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Final thoughts, Chrissy? No. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you hopped on so much. (laughs) Yeah. Becky, you want to bless? I do. Okay. I do want to bless our listeners. So wherever you're at, if you would just receive this encouragement, we just pray today that, um, you would know that you are here on purpose and for a purpose and that the Lord has great plans for you. And um, I just bless you with um, with knowing and with learning and with finding out more and more about what your purpose is here on earth. And so thank you, Lord, for um, everyone in this room. Thank you for everyone that's listening right now. I just pray that right now you would just give them a good sense of um who they are, and who you've created them to be. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, T3 family. We are so excited for our episodes coming up in June and July, where Clay and I are launching our own T3 family book club. And so I wanted to give you a heads up. The first book that we're going to read is called Habits of the Household, and it's by Justin Early. And I even wanted to offer a little uh, surprise. So the first person that emails me, Becky D at trcpella.com and says, hey, I want to be in your book club. I'm going to send you a copy of the book. So email me, Becky D at trcpella.com. And um, yeah, we'd love to have you join us for our upcoming book club. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. Mm-hmm.